All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 39 of Top Tier Podcast. My name is Phil Poppy. You know, man, it's crazy. Episode 39, man, we're almost at 40. I mean, we've been Getting doing up this there. for a few months now. And, just wait till uh, we get at like 150, 140. Starting then we the can podcast talk. just kind of seems like, I know, it starting seems like the thing to do, you know. People, that's like, yeah. a, I see a, critic, a criticism of it on a. Twitter people people act like it's like a quarter life crisis because I'll be twenty five in March so people just think, for starting people some... think it's like a I don't know I've heard that I've seen that on Twitter people think it's come like on men starting a podcast and, and talking crazy and shock they do be like seeing I I do a hear quarter life about that. it's a quarter life crisis thing I hear the same thing I hear the same thing but what's their quarter life crisis posting thirst traps on in the internet Man, let's talk about it fans. I don't let's know. talk about it <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we got a lot of topics for this week, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Golden Globes were this week. If you guys did not know, Gerard Carmichael was the host, and a lot of people are saying he went too far with a lot of his jokes. Now, we do know, uh, as of recently, that you know the, the Golden Globes, the Oscars, they've been going through a little bit of diversity challenges, if we want to say that, to be PC about it. Basically, they just don't really have a lot of black talent. They don't really have a lot of black people that are the ones that are voting on the awards. They don't really have a lot of black people that are winning awards, being nominated for awards, or enough. That's what I maybe probably should say. Uh, and Gerard Carmichael was talking about it, so he went all the way there. And people are saying he just went too far with it. He was making jokes about, obviously, the Hollywood Foreign Press being racist. He was making jokes about... Uh, Whitney Houston's death. Mm, he was ridiculous. dropping f bombs. He went all the way there. He he even said that Will Smith, or insinuated that Will Smith was gay. <laughs> he which is like, a, which is like a, a a rumor and a theory I've heard my entire life. From yeah, it, it is there. It, it is there. But you know, I I just I'm surprised that as of recently we've been seeing. It seems like these award shows are starting to do some type of rebrand. Like there, it looks like to me that they're kind of starting to break the fourth wall a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm down with the rebrand. And they're kind of, they're okay with cracking jokes. Like he was like roasting them and it didn't seem like they were like backstage, like in his ass. They were just kind of like, because dry, they have to do be it. you and do you. We know how we are. They wouldn't have brought him on. Cause I'm sure he's like that anyway. They would mm -hmm. not have brought him on and not expected him to say nothing like that. No, no, they way. knew it. They knew what he was going to say. And I think that mm -hmm. I like the rebrand, if I'm being completely honest, because the draw for these award shows just isn't the same. You know, I think yeah. that a lot of times um, back in the day, people would see these award shows and what they happen like once, twice every year, three times every year tops. And it's just the only time that you'll see all of these major celebrities in the same room with one another. And now we just have the internet, like Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. You can I think see the them new award show, the new consensus is the people, is the internet, is the collective, you know, consciousness of the everyday Twitter user or Instagram user. Like, you know, before the Golden Globes came around, people were like, if everything everywhere all at once doesn't win, this is cap. Like, like, like the people already decided. Like, people always say that, but I feel like the internet has legitimized the people's opinion, the people's champion. Like, you get a sense, you be on the internet long enough, and you're in a certain sphere you'll kind of get a sense of what's popping. You, we they don't really need should make it that show. way. They should we make it like how they do the all-star game where it's just the people vote on it. What is, there's an award show that does that. What is that, the MTV Awards or the the, the, the music awards, the movie? Something I, I'm like not that. an award show guy. I'm ne I've always hated them. Because I've always, well, my mindset is the people, people decide. People don't That's even watch them anymore. Yeah. What's the point of watching them when it's like the people, you know, 
you know, we all can sit down and like, and people make, they actually do it online. There's usually like a mega thread or some kind of mega tweet. It's like most popping movies is this year. And people will argue in the comments and a consensus is formed about what the top of a, who should have won an Oscar. They'll say, well, this person should win this or this award. Yeah. This artist should win a Grammy. Like people know we don't need to be disappointed at the Grammys because a group of probably limited, you know, in terms of like exposure, I would say, mm-hmm. and like in mentality about what is award winning, or maybe they have some kind of connections or there's some nepotism going on that, that, is involved in who wins an award. Like, yeah, kind of and that's one of the like, criticisms. Like, best rap album of the year. Like, we all knew Travis should have won that. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what, what year it was. I think it was a Grammy. But Cardi Cardi won for her album. And it's controversial. You were so upset about that. I but was upset, I, too. No I'm not way, cap. bro. No way. Afterworld it was her won year. that year. It was her year. And that's what a lot of people have been saying recently about these award shows. Maybe not even recently. Is that most of these awards are like, at least for the Grammys I'll speak about, it's just the labels basically marketing and promoting their artists. It's yeah. not even something that's, you know, a, a consensus, as you were saying. It's not something that people walk into a room, you know, it's like a blind vote. And it's, it's you know, it's not like that. It's not where the people sit there and decide. It's basically, all right, who, who do we get bribed from? Who who, put, who paid the exactly, most money for exactly, this award? Exactly. Who, 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 who do we want to push? Who's the industry plant for this year? Yeah. You know, they're talking about best new artists. They'll just bring out some random ass, like, connections nepotism baby yeah so they have yeah, to you change. find out later they have to change now it just seems like they're trying to sell drama drama is what's selling the will smith slap <laughs> yeah. gerard this year just saying all types of outlandish jokes he said one about uh he said one about some woman in scientology being like i don't know we need to bring her we need missing. to trade her for trade her for the awards or like being missing like something crazy i didn't get the joke but I, people were pissed about that i heard the audience like yo <gasps> They were shocked. <laughs> Damn. I just keep thinking, like, you know, when we go back to, like, the Whitney Houston joke, like, is that dark? What is that dark humor? Like, how old is Gerard? Like, He's I wonder probably, about like, in that. his 30s and early 30s. That's pretty close to us. I always think, like, what is it with, like, this, like, doomer humor? Like, people, like. Doomer humor? I call word. it doomer humor. Like, it's like this. People love these sadistic-ass dark jokes, but it's like in our gen. I'd say like late millennials and like Gen Z. Gen Z. Those dark, like sadistic jokes are just like what? But they understand that. I think they they get like controversy and people who just say like inflammatory shit, even in the vein of comedy. It's the rebrand. Is is what is what sells. Is what gets the eyes. Like they're you know they're doing they're pulling out the stops to get whatever do whatever they need to do to keep the eyes on them. But will it work though? I think that's the question I would like to pose. Yeah, it probably won't. I mean, the number of viewers is constantly going down year after year, so it probably won't work. Let's keep it moving. I want to talk about Lizzo, and this is a discussion that we're probably going to have a debate on, but um, I want to talk about what Lizzo tweeted this week, and she she ended up taking it down. I don't blame her, because as soon as I saw this tweet, I knew instantly why she deleted it. This is the type of conversation that you just can't try to have over the internet and get your point across the full context in one tweet. And like I said, she deleted it, but I'm quick with them screenshots. So I got it right here. Uh, She basically said, and quote, this may be a random time to say this, but it's on my heart. Cancel culture is appropriation. There was real outrage from truly marginalized people and now it's become trendy, misused and misdirected. I hope we can phase out of this because, or phase out of this, excuse me, and focus our outrage on the real problems. Now, when I read this, I was like, yeah, she should have deleted this. Because 
I think she missed an important point, which is that cancel culture is not a new thing. It's literally just a different form of protest that has a new trendy word. So she was right about that part. It is trendy. But cancel culture is just a different format of protest. I just I kind of see where she's coming from. I just think she didn't she didn't articulate it correctly. Because I think, you know, cancel culture I feel like originated as a reaction to black people protesting, you know, police brutality and systemic racism. Right? Or like, you know, someone says something inflammatory, we're boycotting them. Right? Is and it? I'm not saying I'm not saying it's unique to us, but I'm just saying it's a right wing reaction. Because why do we need to put a label on you know what? We're going to collectively boycott somebody because they said something racist. This person I is heard canceled. My first experience with cancel culture, the word being associated with a certain boycott was with the Me Too movement. You know what? That's a good point. Now that I think about it, I'm going back. Because my first, my first exposure to it is, you know, George Floyd. Not, not mm. George Floyd. Not George Floyd. Um, uh, like the Ferguson riots. If I remember correctly, around that time, people were... People were canceling people who were saying racist things in regards to that. That's what I remember hearing the word. And that's, what is that, like 2012, 2013? I don't remember. Yeah. But I just thought that she, maybe she, but me too, I definitely think is where it got popularized. So maybe my next point isn't really going to make the most sense because it, me too is when it really got popularized. But I kind of, but what what I see it as today is, it's just kind of like a cudgel to beat someone over the head if you dare criticize someone saying something ridiculous, racist or homophobic or sexist. You you dare even, on the internet, people, you know, put up their pitchforks. How dare you do that towards them? Cancel culture is such a problem. Why is it such a problem to call somebody out, even on a mass level, for, for some bullshit? I don't see a problem with that. I don't know it's why we have to problem. put a name. I don't know why we have to put some name over it to kind of criticize it. You, you basically... Calling somebody out on the table for some bullshit. It's I don't not know a what problem. The- it's just a definite. That's the word that that's the trendy word. So she was right in that. That's the trendy word that people have started to use when you're talking about online forms of protest. People were not talking about and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm like we said, we're young men. We're 24. So I don't know, like in the 80s, if people were saying, oh, they're canceling R- Ronald Reagan for what? I don't know. I don't know. But to me, it seems like cancel culture was is an online form of protest so the problem the problem that i have with what she said is that misuse misusing and uh saying that there's like fake outrage means that you are saying that certain people's form of protest or what they choose to protest isn't worthy of being protested isn't worthy of a of a boycott isn't worthy of being a trendy hashtag where everybody is joining in to cancel something. I, I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. And I think that that part is where I'm like, damn, like I have to question that. I have to criticize that. I think it's just the, the term just causes a lot of confusion because I'm just thinking, you know, I'm just thinking on all spectrums. Like there's nothing wrong to p- protest. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, withholding your dollar if you don't agree with, you know, whatever the, the organization that you are paying for a good or a service or, or whatever, entertainment or whatever. If you don't agree with what they're doing, withhold your dollar. But why do we need a term for it? What is like, what the fuck is cancel culture? That's my, I don't, I, I don't, what do you I mean? agree, do with, what, I agree with what you're saying it. about her. But like, what, like, why do, what do we need? They're saying it's, it's a culture to cancel people. Like, like people haven't been boycotting people since probably the dawn of humanity over something or protesting, you know, an evil regime or protesting whatever. All of human history. What what is 
What is, why do we need a, uh, why is it a culture is my question. Because it's taking place online. It is a culture. It's taking place online. It's just boycotting. Why, why, why do we need to add an extra term that's to the, it? That's what I'm trying to say. That's the part that's different. That's what sets it apart. It's not and just I, and that's protesting what I'm saying. I'm, I agree with you. It's I, cancel I culture just, that's taking place online. I just don't like that word. I, I'm probably derailing us a little bit from Lizzo, but that's all I'm saying. But yeah, with the Lizzo thing, I, I hear what people what she says, you know, about fake outrage. Because a lot of people will just drum up some shit. They'll find something. Like, it kind of reminds me of, like, when Beyonce in her last album, I think she said the word spaz. And they were yeah. just like, you said spaz? Are you making fun of disabled people? And they just went on a run. I feel like sometimes people do that. That fake outrage stuff is real. Like, people will... They already don't like you. So they're just waiting for any small thing to drum up something just to fuck. And that's with what you. she was saying about misuse. And like, just, I just don't agree with that because who are you to tell people how they deserve to be able to protest? I just don't see that or what they I, want I to protest. I see what you're saying. But, she, but it's free speech. So I understand that you can, you're criticizing the fact that she's criticizing people protesting whatever they want to protest. And that's fine. Um, that's, what, that's the beauty of it. On both sides, people with the fake outrage control and she can criticize the trolls. And you can criticize her criticizing the trolls. So that's what you think she's talking about? You think she's talking about the trolls? She's not, I really she's think not she's pinpointing talking about this to everybody? I really think she's talking about the trolls. And she's talking mm -hmm. about people who just... Because she's, she's probably looking at it from the perspective that to boycott, it has to be something noble. It has to be something... You're boycotting something that's legitimately evil. You're not just an asshole yeah. trolling. No, that's, I think that's, that's what, definitely I really real. think that's what she's really trying to articulate. Yeah, she really should have just cut it, and that's what she said in the first half. She should have just cut it right at that sentence. Cancel culture is appropriation, because that's that's the that's what you just said. That's the sentence. That's actually the truth. Because when you think of older protests, you think of if you're, if you're thinking about the states, you're gonna think of uh, MLK ter in terms of the figures. You're thinking of MLK. I don't know. You probably think of like, like revolutionary and and the, and the bus boycott. Yeah, you think of that. You think of like the French Revolution. Now it's in terms of history. You know, people have been protesting since ever. And those were actual forms of oppression. Now you have people that are protesting the smallest of things, like people saying certain words or people, you know, being misinformants of certain types of topics and things like that. So, yeah, I understand that point, but she should have just left it in the first sentence. I think as soon as you get to the second half, that's when I'd have to start questioning. She was completely right in the first half of that, of that tweet. But uh, let's keep it moving, because speaking of appropriation, Gwen Stefani was recently interviewed, and um, in that interview, she said that she identifies as Hispanic and as Japanese. And if you guys are not familiar with Gwen Stefani, she is a full-ass white woman. Yes, 100%. <laughs> like, like so, what's that movie uh, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Cat Williams was like, they had that baby. He was in the prison. I don't know. I don't know what movie this was, but he was in prison. And he was talking to this lady, and she was holding his white baby. And he said, that baby is Caucasian. <laughs> from the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> white, white, exactly. white. She is a full-grown white woman. And she, she uh, replied to some of the people that were saying that you know, this is just a form of appropriation. Because I think she had a, an album run in which she was like dressing up with like a Japanese-type attire or something like that. I don't know. But people were saying that um, she was appropriating the culture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And... She responded to them, and she was like, it's not appropriation, it's called being a fan. She said that when she visited Japan, and when she was inspired by what she saw in Japan, she knew that she was Japanese. 
I think a lot of it is just word semantics and word games. She could have said it a different way and it would have hit the same. Like not not the same in terms of the outrage, but like she probably means she's identifies it with us. She's like she deeply enjoys and loves the culture and she's shouting it out. But the identifies pro- like saying Gwen Stefani identifies as Hispanic and Japanese is where the inflammatory comes because people are thinking, so is she just defining herself as this now? Or are we going to have to address her as Japanese and Hispanic from now on? Like people maybe didn't look too deep into it, but I, I don't, I really don't, I really think this is harmless. I really don't think this you is think it's harmless. I think this is a shout out. You don't think it's appropriation? I don't think it's appropriation if she's shouting out that I'm just respecting the culture. I like to dress up in the entire, I'm shouting it out. You know, I identify as it's problematic, but I really do not. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I normally don't. Let me but ask like, a question. Let me ask. And actually, let me let me before we take before we take this on. Let me read the definition of appropriate, okay? Because I'm sure there's people that are watching and listening to this that probably don't actually know. Appropriate. This is from Webster's. To take something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. That's the definition. But how are you gonna? You, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you gonna like? I feel like it's different when it's like an entire culture. Are you going to go to every single person of a culture or ethnic group and say, hey, is it okay if I wear your ethnic attire? I don't think you can really be able to do that. But I think if you do wear their ethnic attire and you re- you put it with respect, you put it, you know, you actually go to someone of the culture and make sure that everything's okay and you shout out that culture, I don't think, it, and you're showing love, I don't think that's a problem. Now, if you, you if you're making money off of it and you, you, you know, and and then she's Gwen Stefani, so she probably is making money off it. That might be different. So I, I like that we have different opinions on this. I like that we have different opinions on this. Let's. I want to play a game. All right. I want to play a game that's called "What else do white people appropriate?" Because it seems like we have different opinions on what type of things are technically appropriated, quote unquote, appropriated. So this is how the game is going to work, and we could do a practice round too, just to make sure that the audience understands it. So we're going to have three rounds, okay? In each round, each of us is going to say one thing that white people appropriate or have appropriated it in the past. And whoever has the best answer is going to technically win that round, okay? And then we'll tally it up at the end to see who wins the game. All right, you want to play this game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do a practice round, okay? So you can go first. You go first. You go first. Uh, fried chicken. Fried chicken. Explain. <laughs> Why is Colonel chicken appropriated? Because I don't think that's appropriation. Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders, jacking a black woman's recipe. Okay, okay, okay. I see. So you're saying you're saying like KFC fried chicken, like the yeah. brand, the well, brand. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. All right. I'll 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 second that by saying Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Aunt Jemima is appropriated. Yeah. Who had the better? Maybe who the had image. the better answer? I don't know. Because it's I the same thing. Answer. All right, I'll give you it. I'll give you it. Because that was practice did a, did, a, did a black person come up with the recipe for Aunt Jemima? It's Aunt Jemima. It? They're using a black woman as the fucking cover of it. But that's a caricature. I won't necessarily say that's appropriating. Or, or I guess Aunt it, Jemima? I, I'm pretty sure Aunt Jemima maybe is my, based. Maybe my, maybe my definition of appropriate. I'm thinking you're taking someone's idea or culture in some type of way. It's taking something. I it's guess taking it's taking something. her likeness or maybe taking the likeness exactly. of like a, and this, a and stereotypical a like, exactly. like wet nurse type like mammy caricature you know what i'm trying to say exactly i'll give you that round though. i'll give you that round now it's gonna now let's play the real round okay round one all right you go ahead 
Jack Daniels whiskey. Explain. I don't know. These are probably so dumb. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, the Jack Daniels whiskey was a black man's recipe. I'm going to okay. fact check that, but I'm, I'm, I've seen that before many times. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say dreadlocks. Yes, 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 yes. You won that one. That <laughs> See, like, so, so, how can you say that Gwen Stefani, wearing a, a a form of clothing, a form of attire, that is specific to a certain, not just ethnicity, but a specific culture in that ethnicity and in that nationality as well? That's another right. thing. So it's like it's multi-layered. How can you say that that's not appropriation, but you'll say that wearing some type of hairstyle is appropriation? Dreads are a tough one. I can't. I don't know. I'll give it to you, but I just. Dreads are weird because a lot of you see a lot of groups have had dreads in the past, but it's more. I mean, in modern day, it's more associated with us. Modern day, it's appropriation. Because and the reason why I'd say it, it's appropriation, and th- I think the thing that I set apart when it comes to appropriation is like, what are the repercussions of you, you know, being in that culture? What are the repercussions of you exemplifying something from that culture? When black people wear dreads, like we've all heard the stories, when black people yeah. wear dreads, it's a problem. Some you people already won't even be allowed now to like enemy number one. Some people are like actually forcefully like removed from places, removed from competition because of the fact that they have a certain hairstyle. If a white person wants to wear it, I don't. It's just not the same. Like they don't face those those same repercussions. That's where I have to draw the line. That's normally where I draw the line. Round two. I'll go first this time. I'm gonna use the word woke. I was oh, fuck man. I was just I was my I was my ace in the hole. <laughs> I probably could have beat it though. I probably could have beat it. I'll save it for next round. I'll just say uh black dances like dabbing. <laughs> dabbing That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Alright, you can go with the third round. Who won that one then? I'll get, I'm gonna say woke because woke I mean that's I gotta like, yeah, I, I gotta take that round. I gotta the woke take one that is round. and I wanna I wanna like talk about talk about the woke one. Like that would be a nice before we move on. What about but, it? Like Everyone knows, but like woke has is like the most appropriated word I've ever seen in my life. Like, like people use that word is now around the world. Like, I, I swear to yeah. God, I saw some. I think it was like in France. It was I don't know. It was somewhere in in, in um in Western Europe where it was like woke Nazi or they were, they were like they called it woke something. It was like it was like in another language, but it had woke in the front. Like it was like I think it was like wokeification, but it was like their version of it. Like, but it said like trademark woke in the front. now. And I was like. So we got dudes in Western Europe, right wingers in Western Europe, throwing that term around now, and, and it's popular. And, you know, mixing it with their language, I was like, "How do we go from us saying stay woke, meaning be aware of white supremacy and don't be an idiot out here, don't willingly lay down your life, don't willingly fall for the games?" And these guys took it and made it into some, if you if anything we don't like that's black, that's gay, that's whatever, that's wokeification. That's critical race theory. It's just like it's sick. It's to the point where that's to the point where if you ask people where woke originated, they don't even know it came from black people. Hence the appropriation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the ultimate one. It's like how do you not? It's really dumb. Like I don't know. All um, right, you could go go ahead round round three. Round three, I definitely would say streetwear, like streetwear culture. Like Ooh, explain buying, that one. Like people wearing like like. You know what I mean? Like Timberlands and like, like the whole streetwear, like people going outside, you know, wearing Jordans and waiting in line to get Jordans and Supreme and like that whole street style that all came from us. You mm. see that all around the world. Like if you just type in like streetwear culture, like streetwear outfits, all that came from us, all that fashion, 
That's us. That all came from us. And now it's like everybody's doing it now. I think I'm going to get a clean sweep. And hype beast and hype beast culture. I think I'm going to get a clean sweep three rounds in a row. I think this one's going to murk that. I think that white people have appropriated Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In terms of all lives matter. That's how they flipped it. I mean, I, I don't know about appropriation. I think that's just a, an asinine troll comeback to Black Lives Matter. Well, they matter. stole the term. They stole the term, and they say we're going to use that for what we represent. Not white people as a whole, but people who are saying all lives matter most of the time. Unless now, if you had said Million MAGA <laughs> March, I'm pretty sure they was like a poster talking about a Million MAGA March. I swear to God, and I got to look this up. I probably could have said March. that one, too. I that would have said that one too. I could have yeah. said a lot of them. You would have even used the word nigga. That one was even, so, yeah. They, white people have appropriated the word nigga too. They made they created the original ER version. How is that? A, we not, but I'm not talking about nigger. nigger. I'm we not talking about nigger. The ER. We actually appropriated the ER <laughs> and took it back. That's true. That's to true. To be honest, they That's made true, that word. Actually. And we said fuck you. We're gonna take the word and make it something else. That's true. I got it. I sounded like the dude uh, from the Boondocks. Not nigger. Nigga. <laughs> they appropriate entire nationalities, too. brother or dear friend. He was like, and the, a, and the A version means brother or dear friend. I'm weak. That shit is so funny. I think that's pretty sure that's what he said on the Boondocks. What if I said, like... Our best um, pal. I think that's what he said. Brother, what if I said, like, pal. movies movies about black trauma? Because they're never directed, hardly ever directed by actual black yeah, people. Yeah, or even, like, black history to, an, to a large extent. Well, how much we don't know, how much knowledge was stolen or, or destroyed. How much, um, oh, what was I just about to say? Or like even like Woman King, like that movie was fiction. Like it was based on real, like the Dahomey were a real tribe. But like you have, how do you have a movie about the Dahomey written by two white women? I don't Tell know, you. man. A lot of these, a lot of these movies, <laughs> man. We should have had some like real African scholars should have wrote, written that movie, teamed up with. with we could writer. go on and on I with res- this list. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any other ones? Thank you. I think that's it for me. I think I don't think I got any more. All right, I'll take that belt. I'll take that belt. I'll take that belt. We'll we'll come back to it at another time. Not on that last one, but I'll give you the belt. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I get two to one, two to one. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take that W. All right, come on, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. So we got a little bit of music talk. Um, and to be honest, I'm a little pissed off, bro. I'm a little pissed off. My week was almost kind of ruined. This week, which I which I don't which I don't understand how your week was when we got Frank Ocean. Now I don't I'm not don't kill me. Don't well, what are we talking me. about? Introduce it. Introduce. Well, we're we talking about Coachella. Well, okay, so Coachella 2023 performers were announced, and Frank Ocean is making a comeback. Now I don't know how long he's been gone from performing per se, but I know he's he hasn't made an album since what the early 2010s, early 2010s, probably like 2016, 2016. Okay, 2017, well, okay, maybe. Not early 2017. But that was wasn't that like his only album, Blonde. Pretty no, sure, no, right? he has he has three albums. Album? He has three albums. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been gone for a long a minute. I know Frank Ocean fans. I mean, he's been off. He left. He left the face of where he said, "Fuck being a celebrity. I'm a civilian now." I understand. He got that. his money, he bro. Gone. He got his money and he got he got his businesses in order. I don't blame him. He was high. But yeah, you know, he's coming back. You know, and that's that's big news. I don't. I'm just surprised you're saying it's mid. And I've always wanted to go to Coachella. Where are the now, performers? What do you mean? Let's look at the list. Let's look at the list. I mean, I got, I got the list. Yeah, I mean, so let's Read look at day lists. one. Let's look at day one. So yeah, Bad Bunny. Come on, we already know. Like that's okay. pretty. That's the headliner. Big. We He's already the head- know. Okay, so like, let's get the headliners out the way. Let's get the headliners out the way because the Fridays headliners are going to be the main ones. 
Yeah, for the first one, April 14th, we got Bad Bunny. That's the headliner. Saturday, we got Blackpink. I don't know what Blackpink is. Don't crucify me. I'm pretty sure it's a K-pop group. Okay. Um, and Frank Ocean on Sunday. We already know. We just talked and about And Calvin it. Harris. All right, boom. So headliners headliners are supposed to be their headliners for a reason. So we can't even that's, – that's not part of the argument. Oh, I didn't even right. see Calvin Harris on the bottom. Damn. Okay. All right, so you got four people that you could see for an entire weekend full of uh, overpriced food, overpriced Drinking tickets, hot-ass weather. I don't know if anyone's ever really spent time Drugs down in like, SoCal, SoCal. Like SoCal, SoCal heat is different, bro. It's no, dry. Bro. SoCal heat is way better than, than Houston and Texas and Dallas, Texas. Hell no. I, um, I take, I'll take I'll take dry heat over any any day over over humidity. Not humidity, 110. Not, humidity not, not is like, like the it's like wind it's like the heat version of wind chill. Yeah, like it, it just makes it way worse. I'm not It'll taking no 103 degrees. degrees. Humid, feels like it's 110. I'm not suffocating. taking any. I think you're capping on that 103 degree dry heat. Besides uh, Dude, some I'll 90 take dry. degree I'll take dry. But we grew up in it. I'll take dry heat every day of the week over Not me. Keep going with this list. But, yeah, so we got Bad Bunny on day one. On, on Bro, Friday. there's nobody Bro on this list. Chemical Brothers, K. Trinata, Blondie, Metro K. Trinata can perform. Pusha T, Eve's Tumor. Come on, this is a decent, decent. I think that's how you say his name. That's a decent list, bro. Who out of this list? I, I'm taking control. No, a lot of these York, other people I don't really know. Cali Uchis, uh, Glorilla, Suicide uh, Boys. Bo- oh shit. Okay. Okay, Suicide Boys. A boogie with a hoodie. It's like, who, who out of here? Like, who are you looking at Earth and gang. saying, who are you looking at here and saying, damn, I can't wait to watch this performance. I'm paying eight hundred dollars for this ticket. For two days, I can't wait to watch this performance. Honest, honestly, though, I'm not going to this shit. There's not enough for me to go. Me personally, I don't think like I'm for, alone for the, in this. For the Frank fans, if you could, do you have to pay for the weekend, or you, can you pay by the day? I'm pretty sure you, you pay for go. the weekend. It's a weekend ticket. Oh hell no! Pretty sure. I've been, I, I went I've to a festival. To uh, I went to a festival in uh, at Par- Lake Paris in San Bernardino. It's called uh, Desert Days. You can pay for the day you want to go. So that's you probably can't. You want to see? If you want to see Frank. You can just go see Frank, you know. I would go Sunday, but like I don't know. Saturday has some cool stuff. Like if I if I was going and I, I it was like Elliot, pick a day. I'm going Saturday or Sunday, most likely Sunday, because I would I would yeah, be, everyone's I would, just gonna I go to Frank see Bad cool. Bunny. Everyone's gonna see Frank. You think Frank's gonna release any new music though? Because a lot of might. people were thinking a lot of people were thinking that because he's gonna be at Coachella and he's now making a public appearance, this is Coachella. You know what I mean? This is huge. it's Coachella. He's gonna he's releasing music. I I don't believe he'll poke his head out singing songs that are many years old. You, who do doing, you think is gonna? Who do you think would release music quicker? Who do you think is gonna release music quicker? Frank Ocean or Rihanna? Frank. You think Frank before Rihanna? Because Rihanna Rihanna's a business owner. She's running. She's a billionaire. She got she got shit to do. Rihanna so, got the Super Bowl coming up. That's that's true. But I think I she would, probably I is not gonna release an album Frank. though. She's probably not going to release an album yet. We're going to say an album. I don't think a song is, counts because you, know, you might get in the mood and make a song, but an album is a different thing entirely. Yeah. You might get in the mood and make a song, record some lines, your producer takes care of the rest. But an album yep. is a lot more. I'm involved. looking forward to it. All right. Um, you want to head to Deep Cuts? Yeah, or do we have any cuts. more? Oh, uh, let's talk about Chat GPT. Let's talk oh, about yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So yeah, guys. For guys who don't know, you know, the company OpenAI and, and uh, GPT and their different iterations of it. GPT, I think GPT four is coming out this year. 
they're essentially like super advanced AI language models. So they're like, it's like they're trained up on like billions and billions. I think now it's like trillions of parameters, you know, of data and information. And it can have a conversation with you. Like the chat GPT bot, which is based on GPT-3. And it's, oh, you guys can go online right now. Type in chat GPT, go to the first link, sign up, and just start talking to it. Yeah. I think it's incredibly impressive. It's a chat box that like, it can even code. Like we asked it to code Pong. Like code us Pong. We played around with and, it. And it just like gave us a prompt about what it's going to do. And it like opened like a, like a command prompt, like a code, like like a like, and and it just started it just started coding it out. And see, I said programming and see, and it just start coding it. It lets you copy the code. It's kind of ridiculous, man. Like I've been cool. hearing a lot of hype about it. People are saying like, hey man, this is like helping me at my job. Like it's I was confused on how to code something. I asked it a question and it gave me the code in something that would take me hours. It gave it to me in seconds, minutes. It felt like a little it? bit of an over glorified Google though. The only thing but that was the impressive. point. It's the next step. It's an AI. It's like a. It's going to be like a search assistant, essentially. It just was a Google that responds. It's it's a Google that you could talk to. It's like Siri, Alexa, and Google like, in one. It's like the next level of like, and we're talking. We're not talking about next level. We're talking like, hundred. It's it's jumped like many, many it levels. Wasn't that impressed, bro? I saw it's so like much early hype DBZ recently. to like S is Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan three. Like that's the jump. I saw so much big. hype about it, and I just wasn't really all, all that impressed. Now, I will be looking forward to seeing what it's like when we're like, you know, 30 or something like that. It's probably going to be completely different. When they You're probably going to gonna the- really like talk to it like in Her. Have you seen that movie Her? Of course. Where the guy, he falls in love with it. It's going to be, it's cl- it's not that far though. It's so good. Like, and it, and it can reference a previous conversation. Like we asked it a question. It gave us an answer. And then we wrote a one-liner asking another question, referencing the previous answer. And it just, it understood that. And it answered and answered our next question regarding to the previous, you know, the original question. That was the only impressive. thing that was cool about it. That was the only thing that was cool about it. Everything else, guys, if you, if I'm being completely honest, everything else is just like you're talking to a computer. Like it was just talking to Google. It was just typing shit in and then Google was giving you an answer. It, it's, it's it might more, have been packaged it's differently. Than, it's more in-depth than that. It's way, I mean, try it out for yourself, guys. I think, I think we're downplaying it. I think we both are downplaying it. It is kind of, because like if you search for something on Google, it may give you an answer if Google has it, but a lot of times Google doesn't have it, so it'll bring us some links. So you might have to click a couple links. That's the to only like difference, though. It's just packaged differently. It's just it packaged just, differently. It'll, it just understands it and you will just give you the whole package. Like, we asked you, like, can you give us the basics of SQL? And it just, like, literally gave us all the basics, gave us example problems, everything. And if you copy and paste it, you will not find it packaged like that. Like, it's intelligent enough to, like, reference this data and give you an answer that it's, like, like it's almost like it created the answer like itself just based off the knowledge it has. You asked me something when we were doing it. You asked me something that was super super interesting. Uh, did you want to pose it here? What was the question? Do you remember? I don't know. I was question? asking you. <laughs> it was your question. You don't remember? I don't remember the question. Oh, you should have wrote it down. Should have wrote it down. Yeah. That's okay though. But yeah, ChatGPT baby. Check Anything it out, else? man. I mean, people, people think it's automating. I mean, people are gonna be rid down. I mean, it, I think it's good enough that in. And remember, we're talking about technological singularity. For you know, and we talked about Ray Kurzweil. He's a futurist. Um, futurist. I'm pretty sure he created text to speech, or he was heavily involved in text to speech. I think in digital keyboards. Like this man is like he's in the, he's in the field. I think he was like a like a, had a high position at Google at one point. But yeah, he talks about he you know he writes a lot of books about the technological singularity. So the more you know, computers advance, like the theory of Moore's law. So Moore's law is basically. 
I think at one point, I think it's 18 months now, but at one point it's like every 12 months, the fastest supercomputer gets twice as fast. They're able to squeeze more transistors on a computer chip. Now it's 18 months, it's slowed down a bit because we're reaching limits of classical computing. But, you know, what's happening is like when you, when you go back and look at like the Human Genome Project, when they were like, you know, and this is in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, they thought it was going to take at the current rate that computers were operating at, they thought it was going to take like one or two decades to do it. And then I guess like a year passed and they got like 10 to 15% in, I think. And Ray Kurzweil was like, you guys are already almost done. And they're like, well, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, it's in in the year, like a year or two since you started the project and start actually sequencing it, computers have, you know, have doubled and doubled again. So by the time, you know, in like another year or two, you guys are going to be done. And he was correct because that's how technology advances exponentially. Faster, it gets faster, and it gets even faster, and it gets even faster, and it gets even faster. It continues to yeah. double, double, double. And then so when, even when you look at this year with, you know, the AI, sorry, the AI art, in January, February, they were pumping out some atrocious-looking art. You know, people were amused because, like, oh, AI is trying to make art. That's cute. Now this shit is so good, it's, like, aesthetic. Like, it's, like, it's like You're talking about all those, all those people's profile pictures now? Yeah, like Linsa and like is all, that you what know, that like was? the AR. Yeah, exactly. The AR is so good. I don't know if you saw somebody created a concept for Disney. They'd be they'd be stupid if they don't do it. They created like a prequel show to Black Panther called Bashinga, the first Black Panther, and they and they had AR art make concept art. That shit was immaculate. It was so fucking cool. I don't even know like. How are artists going to have a job? Like artists who commission art pieces? Oh, no one's going to have a job. They take all that like, shit. It's just like, what? They're taking They'd all that stupid. shit. They'd be stupid. They'd be stupid if they didn't take that concept. But just look it up. Bashinga, the first Black Panther art. Incredible. It's so good. They'd be stupid not to take that concept. But that's all I wanted to say about ChatGPT. And, and that's, that's in a year, man. We went from like deformed looking people to like art that's like jaw dropping, award winning, like or like, you know what I mean? yeah, like no, that's why people year. are saying that's why people are saying that with chat gpt they're not talking about them being worried about the current iteration they're talking about them being worried about gpt 40 gpt 50 yeah because four comes out next year five is probably another three or four years off two to two to four years off and they said four makes three look like a fucking joke and look at how much people are making a fuss about chat gpt now they said i've read it that Four apparently is like been blowing up my completely goddamn feed. obliterates, huh? So they've been blowing up my goddamn feed. And remember, this, this is what we hype. know. This is what they're letting the public know. This is what they're letting the public know. What do you think about the AI, you know, language models they have in, in the military or in these deep, you know, these R and D facilities? Like, are we gonna find out? Like, when it they reminds me that goop. Yeah, they take over the streets. Yeah, we're find out. They get them dogs. We're not even gonna be ready. Talking about nigga, stop. Like that episode stop of Black right Mirror, there, nigga. And dude, he pulls out a blicky. It just comes out his back. It's not Stop. even gonna be funny. <laughs> dude's gonna, gonna just have. Act, he's gonna hit you every time. You're not gonna be talking about. Oh my god, this is cool. Like the Jetsons. You're gonna be talking about. I, I had to run from this goddamn murderous robot. I had to run from my life. You're not getting away from that shit. I really think a, a genuinely super intelligent Terminator-like being, we would lose. There's not. It's too intelligent. People have as soon been as you try to react, he, he's that. ten plans in. Well, what do you think? Do you think that technology automatically is just going to become dystopian? I think we might have touched on this last week, but let's have the conversation again. I think it's going to be like Dune. Have you seen? I know you've seen the Dune movies, right? I haven't seen them, no. Or the first Dune, the first, the new remake. I haven't seen any of them. Like, 
Not even the older ones. Well, the way that the lore works in Dune is that they live in like it's like the year like ten thousand or eleven thousand or something like that. Okay. And they don't have computers anymore. They like all their star travel is like they have humans who are like super intelligent, so they do all the calculations for them. And um, I'm pretty sure they do all the like they do all the calculations for space travel, like you know long distance space travel, things like that. Because there was an era where. And, like, and this is like a very famous quote by the author of the Dune series. He says, like, as soon as man allows computers to do all the thinking, we're just going to be completely subjugated by the, the ones who control the machines. Whether that's like a, a greater machine that controls the machines or is that like some rich billionaire who controls the machines? Either yeah. way, that power is so great. We're just going to be completely subjugated because in the in the du- in the um, the Dune lore. Eventually, the people rebelled against the robots, and they completely put a ban on computers. So there's just no more computers. Mm. All their their high speed travel is done through like taking this drug called Spice that like enhances, pretty sure it, like enhances their minds so that they can like, especially like the really intelligent ones, so that they can like comprehend the mathematical, you know, grand grandeur. Because a computer, it would take a computer to understand. Like, we don't have the we don't have the knowledge and tech to understand faster than like. Well, travel. I think. I think and we're computer, just gonna bind ourselves to the computers. I don't even think it's going to be where computers are over there, humans are over here, as if it's too different. I think we're going to form one species. That's probably what's going to happen. Where it's probably going to be like, I think transhumanism. Like, it's transhumanism. Like you might have certain people who are like vetted and tasked with being. And this is post, like you know, we rebel against AI and robots and all that stuff. But you might have certain people who meld with the machine. So that they can do the calculations, but they're still mortal. Like you can kill them. Like the only way you can make a computer, it'll be completely illegal to have a computer unless it's implanted in someone's mind, a very specific person who has been vetted. That would be a great concept for a series, though. We're probably giving away game right now. We, right, we, we gotta we're, keep it then. We are. We are. We are. We because that's like an amazing concept. I know we're kind of like bouncing off Dune, but they didn't. I don't. And maybe I don't know enough to know if they maybe they, why they're so intelligent is they may have a brain implant, but I don't know. I think it's they're just it's some like I don't know what it is. I, but I think a lot of the biggest point of Dune is like we underestimate the potential of the human mind. So because because they don't have computers, they've had to push the absolute limits of the human mind. So that's why you have people who are that intelligent because they have pushed, they have stretched the absolute limit of how intelligent a human can be, so that they can understand that you know the calculations involved in space travel. But it would be cool if there was some kind of AI rebellion where humans decided. You know, we do need computers to a certain extent, but it needs to be contained within a human's mind. It needs to be limited within a human's mind. It has to be a human who has the balance that can resist the machine, eventually maybe potentially taking them over. But we still need them to, like, be the, the ghost in the machine, ghost in the shell, you know, the ghost in the, you know, in the noise. I mean, the, the soul in the noise yeah, to prevent, so you know, ways an AI know. takeover. But, you know, that would be an interesting concept. But there's so much to talk about. But, yeah, that's all I yeah. wanted to really talk about with ChatGPT. No, it's very interesting. But let's go ahead and close out with our deep cuts. Uh, I don't remember it anymore who went first. So you want to go first? Yeah, my deep cut is, um, I think it's R.I.P.C.D. Yeah, that's what it is. R.I.P.C.D. by uh, Flatbush Zombies is on their 2016 album, 3001 A Laced Odyssey. It's so raw. 
Most these rappers need the seminar. You copy the same schematics, you making the same songs. You thought that you were the only, but understand it's the physical artistry manifest. But no, I did original art. Sick is creation, no need for further analysis. Plus the beats, bang, prestige, giving me calluses. Even if it's a song, proving it all again. Selling out all the shows, never selling out who I am. Mild temper venter, chronic keep me casual. Formally introduced to a journey, get to the natural roller three. Two zeros, then preceded by one. Lace like your woven tennis shoes before you go run. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Uh, there's a crisis here. Nappy ain't dirty, racist man. It's just a type of hair. Nightmares have just begun. There's no enticing hum. Limbs relax, but your music pop like a biker dime. R.I.P. to the CD. Can't even play my hits. Cause new computer shit without the means to play the shit. We love the boost of speed. We love the memory. It got me feeling like we're nothing like we used to be. R.I.P. to the CD, can't even play my hits Cause new computer shit without the means to play the shit We love the boost of speed, we love the memory It got me feeling like we're nothing like we used to be Smoke, smoke, trip, sip, 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 eyes closed like a mist This, no forgiveness, just a sick bitch Cause I'm under destruction, what is this? Just a young nigga ready to get this If I fall on my face, I'm a witness Feast on my butt when I leave this Dimension, I'm certain to think that This world is once I can see shit Walk on the hell with the demons How can the heavens defeat them? Sometimes I just wanna be from This feeling is something I can't run I just wanna be where I came from I'm never gonna see where I came from Rest in peace to the queen son Brooklyn baby reborn Tricking up you boot warm This is like the warning Flapper swarming Nike shoes on Prove them critics wrong Getting cream Bitch I love it And the fans hold us down Put nothing above R.I.P. to the CD Can't even play my hits Cause new computer shit Without the means to play this shit We love the boost of speed We love the memory it got me feeling like we're nothing like we used to be, used to be The wickedest man on fire, the new Richard Pryor The wicked lit rubber on my dick Cause I don't want that Charlie Sheen shit Please don't say you're the highest until you met your highness I just want the head like ISIS Fuck it so precise, a pussy gushing like a geyser I'm Michael Myers with these good pliers Check off your eyelids, I sit in silence Speaking tongues and burn bibles So a letter to all of my rivals You will not vanquish my titles My semi-automatic will splatter a nigga like Jackson Pollock During his birth I was conceived in an insane asylum I solemnly swear this evening to refrain from the violence Young and wildin' till those diamonds do my stylish LSD drops in my iris, tire mark police Sirens, no guidance, the belly of the beast is where I reside in grimy and vibrant like Buster Rhymes in the early 90s. Click boom, your head blue like you play for the giant lyrical tyrant. The way I be rhyming, I deserve all the bullet surprises. My pistol be hiding, I bullet surprise and my voice can be hypnotizing. Every verse I deliver be vivid and visually striking. Been the highest since I arrived and the climate is rising. It's about to get violent, cover your eyes and take this lyrical dosage that Dr. Michi don't prescribe you. I slide inside her, I love a R.I.P. to the CD, can't even play my hits Cause new computer shit without the means to play the shit We love the boost of speed, we love the memory It got me feeling like we're nothing like we used to be Used to be, used to be That was impressive That's why he's in my top five, man He's one of my favorite rappers of all time Michi Darko, man Listen to his new album, his first solo album It's called, uh Luxury. I gotta get out some air horns. God damn it. <laughs> that was really good. You said his name is Michi Darko? Michi Darko, Flatbush Zombies. Y'all better He's listen in, uh, to him. Dude, I'm telling you, he released a solo album. And I have a, I just got this album. 
They they do like limited releases every couple of years. Like if you don't get it, you don't get it. But some dude was selling it from eBay, brand new for fifty dollars. It's probably sitting outside in the rain, which is like sad. I just remember. Goddamn. I just remembered that. <laughs> I know. I, I've just forgot they were delivering it today. I saw it. And I, I ignored it. I just remember, like, damn, isn't that? I hope they didn't leave that shit up. Hope they put that shit on my porch. We'll see in a second. All right, my song is by Eric Bellinger. This is called BNB. BNB. Pull up, put the good vibes on. You got that fancy on. Hit you like three in the morning. You reply like, What's up? Choosy, I know. TTG train to go. You know I do the most. Uh. I can tell you been doing your squats. All natural, no shots. Baby, give me everything you got. I'm just trying to hit your spot. So good, had to spin the block. Last nigga had the ball drop. But girl, you know I'm everything you not. And I've been patient, uh -huh. You deserve appreciation. Standing ovation. And I'ma give it to you. Stacking your paper, piped up on your haters Now you outside with a brand new body No, you ain't playing no games, babe You a little hottie, ain't gon' lie, you got it Brand new body, you worked hard for it So you could be cocky, you in that brand new body Take it all for me, put it all on me You can show out for me, cause I wanna see You put it all on me, take it all for me I wanna see you in that brand new body Hotel lobby hey, Was a good girl until you tried me Ex nigga, did you slime me? Tell me, how'd you find me? Out here on my own Wave you in deep sea diving Must be the charts I'm climbing See girl, you deserve appreciation Stand in ovation And I'ma give it to ya Stacking your paper, piped up on your haters Ooh. Now you outside with a brand new body No, you ain't playing no games, babe You a little hottie, ain't gon' lie, you got it Brand new body, you worked hard for it So you could be cocky, you in that brand new body Take it all for me, put it all on me You can show out for me, cause I wanna see You put it all on me, take it all for me I like that. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Top Tier Podcast, episode 39. We will catch you at the same time, same place next week. Take it easy. Take it easy, y'all.